in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 172. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Beisenberg Coleman. I'm me. You're you. We're us. (laughs) Welcome to Funny to Informing. 172, is it? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And saying the number, the rhyme just came to me. I know. I I was like, I was was waiting on your intro, but you were a half step behind because uh, because you came up with that rhyme. I just blurted it out. In real time. (laughs) Look at me. I'm flowing. The the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews. And ah, I what are those? Got like my Dunkin' Donuts coffee here with me today again, as usual, and it gets me jittery as fuck. Yeah, it's got you zooting. I hate when that happens, well, man. You're not supposed to snort your coffee beans. Well, silly, <laughs> silly Billy. And it's been going right through me because before we got <laughs> here, oh, oh, by the way, we have Digi Hears and oh, yeah. um, Bullprint only. Totals ten. We got him back. Yeah, well, so, week. yeah, we're going to do it as usual. We're going to do our bullshit, then our Tuttle's 10, probably throw to a break with some really cool music picked out by me. Uh, come back to, I got a pizza's pick this week, and then we'll wrap with Digi Hears and always bold print only. That's surprising, because I don't remember the last time we did a pizza's pick. I think it was recently. No. That's uh, fine. Maybe. I could be wrong, which reminds me of a new thing John wants to do on the show of when I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it quite frequently happens. <laughs> And it gets pointed out, mostly by like Kelly or Jim, but this week, ironically, by none other than my mother. Yeah, you shout out to my mom. Well, thanks for thanks for making me and making me a giant mistake, mom, and then pointing them out to me. <laughs> I think it's your it was, fault. It was a few shows ago. I think it you was. Said, she's you, a little behind. You said somebody died. Yeah, she was on. She told me I just finished one sixty nine, and uh, it was Cecily Tyson that died, not Cecily Strong. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I know. We brought up her death because I fucked up her name last time. I brought it up on the show, and then at the end of that very story, I fucked up and transposed the names again. We, I, I, so rest in peace, Cecily Tyson. Famous, probably, I think, maybe Oscar-winning actress. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I could be wrong. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what, what this little bit's going to be called. I could be wrong. And if yeah. I am, what we want you to do is uh, come into the Facebook group, funny to informing at Facebook.com. Or message one of us personally, yeah, honestly. Yeah, or Instagram, DM us, whatever, however. Just reach out to us however you guys can and want to and uh, let us know the mistake and we'll come up with some stupid little prize to give you. If you're the first one to do it. Right. If there's seven if there's of you. If there's multiple, sorry. Point, yeah. yeah. First come, first serve. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be going crazy In this like case, that. it was a few shows ago, but my mom just caught it and was the first one. I, John pointed it out. You fucked that up again. It was like a week or two later and I was like, yeah, I know. I caught it too when I listened back to the show. And he was like, uh, and I, you know, I just said, well, nobody said anything yet so kelly and jim didn't catch it mm, yeah. and then my mom caught it <laughs> um this uh this segment might be a little on the shorter side and then you know we'll make the back half a little longer yeah, if we have to fill. do that yeah I, I i just don't know if i right now i don't but i might have to go to the bathroom <laughs> at some point okay and if so if we real subtly cut it and <laughs> we're just done and then you hear like music randomly and then we come back in you know what happened then just like uh yeah it's terrible God. it's the it's the coffee like it's any, going right through just me. like any car trip before we take off you should go pee pee it's the coffee. <laughs> okay. You haven't, I haven't seen you drink a... Si- Dude, you've had out of... that's If that's a 60-ounce cup, which it probably is, you've had only like 10 ounces. Well, maybe it's pushing through what I had last not night. Even, that's not even a sixth of it. That's a, 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 20, a, a 20th of it. Maybe that's all I needed to get rid... Because I was eating a bunch of bullshit last night, too. So maybe it's just pushing out what, what I had from yesterday in there. And I don't were, know. And you were getting drunk, right? I remember you oh, said that yeah. in the group chat. You're yeah, just so getting like, drunk every so night, So it's like huh, the John? alcohol like yeah, shits. It's like an alcoholic. <laughs> just in general your yeah. name's john and you're an alcoholic <laughs> just say it now and me and jockey yeah. me, me and jockey me and rocky will say welcome john yeah we have rocky the research hey come yeah, over we here got, for a we second got, say uh, good old crack researcher rocky in the house it's been over a month now it, it has been my name is rocky i'm an alcoholic <laughs> welcome rocky <laughs> welcome so much. we all knew this though this is our aa meeting we gla- we're glad you, you finally realized it yeah we came here for your intervention oh, okay it, <laughs> and well, we, we quickly pivoted op- to john's i've already opened up a white claw so 
Yeah, I think it's me and Rocky Boat's intervention. Cause, and maybe I've missed you so much that I've been coping just by getting really fucked up. That's probably what it is. Is that what it is? I think Whatever so. you got to tell yourself to sleep at night. Mm. Just kidding. You don't tell yourself things. You get hammered. That's how you sleep at night. Yeah, you just get drunk and you go to sleep. Yep. I just, when do you go to sleep? When I, when I drink too much and I pass out? Yeah. I what could, time is that? Around 1030. <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. Like um, uh, on the way over here, because, you know, I was telling you about this problem that, that I might have. was another thing. Go but on. I, okay, so I had to make a pit stop because the coffee was starting to go through me. So I stopped into a Wawa, which for one, Wawa's need to have more than one fucking stall in their Thank bathrooms. You. Wawa's are a giant like mega store, pretty much. They're always huge, and they have like their own restaurant almost in it. And but yet their bathroom has like two in the men's room, two urinals and one stall. I drove one giant handicap stall. I drove by several good spots, thinking Wawa was going to be the good spot, and it I turned mean, it's out it's clean. That's the upside. Well, they yeah. have good restrurants, and that they're usually clean. Yeah, Jesus. fuck a Seven Eleven all day, every day in the restroom department. But Publix and uh, Wawa. Everybody knows you got to take a shit and you're on about those. Yeah, no, Seven Eleven. You have to like bring your own napkins if you I don't would, have or like a shirt if you don't have I anything would to wipe. Never, with. never <laughs> poop at a Seven Eleven. Hey, if you you got to do what you got to do, I've done it before, but it's definitely a hover scenario. I'm like, wow, I'm getting my glute workout today, Mm-mm. and it's quick, quick and done. I, yeah. I'm doing like a weird yoga position on the toilet that's seat. That's a spooky dookie for sure. You don't want to go to a Seven <laughs> Eleven and 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 put your ass cheeks. That's how COVID started. They they need to just like put more stalls in there so that we're all not using the same fucking one. Our all of our asses are touching. Well, it's and one it's, giant shitter stall, and it's a handicap stall. But it it makes me feel bad every time I go in there. I'm like, oh, I want to get out of here because what if an actual handicap person comes in? That's and what I'm using happens. it. But that's but you don't have a choice. It's like if you got a shit, that's the only stall you have. You I, know, so yeah, because it's not as bad. You have several regular stalls and then one handicapped, and you're using the handicapped. But still, I would feel guilty. I felt weird as shit because I had to wait for somebody myself. So I'm like by the bathroom door and it's like swinging open almost hitting me every time but i'm sitting there like looking oh, at my phone that. you do like you just stand like if i go in and like it's occupado like i either pee or fake pee and then i walk out and i'm like i'll just go somewhere else you just leave I, yeah if i can oh no or i walk around the store for a second i don't just like stand in the bathroom like let me get the full essence of this place well i don't I no no I, I will do like not a, that you can <laughs> not smell guy I, i'll do like a sniffle or something though so that they hear that i'm there yeah, yeah the little call like, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. You used to, you just tap your foot under the door, and then that's it. Yeah. You fuck that that's up for you, all of us. That's how you get your dick sucked. <laughs> yeah, making just some audible noise. <laughs> Somebody's here. Yippee! I, okay. And after waiting for ten minutes, I felt like I earned it. So I was like, finally, I'm comfortable. That's I'm a gonna long let shit it for that guy. I'm gonna let it all out. It was. Right? Yeah. What's he in there reading a magazine? I like <laughs> to pretend that I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah, dude, some assholes in here. I got to shit so bad. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, he's in there. He's yeah. fucking around. Oh, it stinks so bad. He won't even courtesy flush. Oh yeah, God. and for how long he took? I must have gotten there. Like he must have beat me by seconds. He's in there doing scratch off tickets. Who fucking knows, man? <laughs> I don't <Come> know. <laughs> but then I was I was that guy next because right. I saw like um I heard the door swing open and I'm hoping that they don't have to use the stall and they do of course and it's a and I see like the cane <laughs> oh no the so rubber bottom yeah I see the rubber bottom of a cane and then like I look I kind of like turn my head a little yeah, bit yeah, I'm peeking at the shoes and I see like the like a plastic guard on his calf and i'm like fuck oh, this guy really and he's does. wearing shoes like me and you're like this is clearly an old man yeah he really needs Jesus to use this Christ. stall so i told I, you guys it was at a wawa in longwood where i was using the little kid stall the little kid uh uh urinal, uh, urinal. okay and this is this is a totally a brad williams joke but i swear to god it happened to me i was at wawa in longwood i'm peeing in the little one because that was the only one that was available i look behind me there peeing is a little one a little Kelly's person a little person with two hand crutches and I'm oh. I'm at his urinal, like Timmy from South Park. Dude, Man. he walks in like Timmy. Wow, Timmy got a pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Timmy. Was that where? You, did I just step on the punchline? No, no, no. Okay. That was it. That was it. I felt like an asshole. And then like two months later, well, I think, but I'm not exactly sure. But after that, I heard the Brad Williams joke where he was like, because he's a little person, a comedian, yeah, yeah. great, uh, great guy. I think little he person, played, big laughs. I think that's not a tagline. Little, you can, I love audio that show. trademark. You can have it. Little person, big laughs. That was a great show. They had the farm. It's about the, um, the midgets that do comedy. Oh, that's you don't say midgets. <laughs> Sorry, little little, co- little comedians. Anyways, the dude was fucking eyeballing me, and I just remembered that joke. I was like, oh, I'm the asshole, because he didn't know that there was other people when it, when I got in right. there. So, okay, so everyone else cleared out. You're just standing there solo using the fucking. Just using his little urinal. person urinal. But there is no worse feeling in the world. I'm sorry if anybody's eating than <laughs> when you uh, pinch your shit, and then you're going around like trying to like. It's still half in, half oh, out. It's like the blue balls of shitting. Oh, now you're walking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're I don't think I've ever done that. Fabric. I, I don't Ugh. think I've ever done that. I just like quickly. Do what I need to do. Then I'm, then get the fuck out. It of It makes there. me walk and talk differently, and that's like that's the only thing that's bothering me right now. <laughs> I got but, something in me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, should we uh, move on to oh, Tuttle's yeah, 10? Yeah, from, from this shit talk to other shit talk, let's get to Tuttle's 10 this week. Yeah, yeah. Let's turn it over to him for his 10 minutes about rivalries. Tuttle's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of 22 informing its host, guests, sponsors, or affiliates. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's 10, 10 minutes with Tuttle. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. Thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing, John and Chris, for having me on. Check out the Tuttle Daily Podcast. It's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, the iTunes Podcast app, TuneIn Radio, 315 Live. I'm on Audible. I'm pretty much everywhere. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. This week, I'm going to be talking about rivalries. Some of the greatest rivalries were when we were kids. Tom and Jerry, the Coyote and the Roadrunner, Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. Check, check, check. Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. These are all rivalries that set us up for enjoying rivalries in our adulthood. Look, look at college football. Ohio State versus Michigan. Florida versus Florida State, and what even made that rivalry better was Bowden versus Spurrier. So what I'm trying to tell you is that we crave rivalry. All right, I got to argue with the guy here. And not that he's wrong, and I get where he's coming from, I guess, because he's a Florida guy, and there is a huge rivalry because of the in-state schools, Florida, Florida State. But of, of course. I, I argue the bigger rivalry every year is Florida-Georgia. Yeah, you know what? Of the rivalries he listed off, there are some way bigger ones. People, those two, I mean, I guess the other two schools hate each other, but those two schools hate each other going back so long, and it's such a big deal. They play it on neutral ground. Uh, to my knowledge, the Florida-Florida State game is either played in Florida or at Florida State. They don't, they don't, they don't go somewhere. And, and for the Florida Georgia game, they don't. It's so huge that they don't want to give either team the advantage, and they play it at Jacksonville at the professional football stadium in Jacksonville. Yeah, well, I mean, like it's like there's no real formula for what makes a rivalry intense, but there you is like yeah, you can't manufacture it. Right, there, there, it just has to happen organically. Yeah, and there's that cusp of like when it crosses over from like gamesmanship into like you get a little more personal and it becomes a little more serious. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's like okay, rivalry induced right. you know it's, right. uh, but um yeah we'll let him continue on about it we don't want to be in one but we love watching one because they can get nasty especially radio rivalries a lot of you guys don't know i got my name tuttle because of a right radio rivalry we worked in a cluster of radio stations and the top 40 guy his name was tim tuttle and ron and fez had beef with him they were never going to throw hands or anything, but they were like, hey, what can we name the new guy? Because we're going to be messing with him all the time, and we, we really hate this Tim Tuttle guy. So, yeah, let's call him Tuttle. So they named me after a guy that they had a big rivalry with. Now, when I went to Orlando, it even stepped up. See, there's a progression of things. Started in Daytona, Orlando, Tampa, back in Volusia County. What I'm trying to say is every move the rivalries got more intense. Doc and Johnny. You wouldn't think a top 40 music radio morning show host like Doc and Johnny would have a rivalry with the monsters of the midday. It came to a boiling point after we were getting ready for the Jim Phillips uh, celebrity shoot at the TM Ranch that we would do skeet shooting, clay pigeons. And Doc and Johnny were making jokes about, ooh, wouldn't it be funny if somebody accidentally got shot? And Buckethead was playing shotgun sound effects in background. And then Russ blew his top like Mount St. Helens. He actually got on the air. He was like, Doc, if you want to have a dick measuring contest, we can have a dick measuring contest. I don't know who would win that one because I've seen Russ naked at hedonism. I don't know. Hey, Doc might be packing a hog. I mean... It could be really, really close. That was a rivalry. That rivalry kept going on and on and on until the most powerful woman in radio, Linda Bird, had to sit the two shows down and tell people to knock it the fuck off. And guess what? When Linda Bird tells you to do something, you might well do it or you're going to be gone. 
Normally, I disagree because it's subtle, but he's kind of the source on getting fired from radio, especially here in Central Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and having know, problems with, with people. Don't fuck with Linda Bird. Next thing you know, you're at lunch at Sam Sneed's and uh, you, you, your ID badge taken. It was, or so I've heard. It's like, was what I enjoy about rivalries the most, because he was kind of talking about dick comparing contests and stuff like that. Dick I measuring mean, contests. I love that. comparing like, it. You whip yours out, <laughs> and then I whip mine out, and we'll just point out the flaws and the positives. <laughs> well, Bro- I like your shaft, but my head's way better. Pros and cons. What my we left, got? I'll take my left ball and John's right ball all day. <laughs> yeah, make a super dick. <laughs> I uh, no, because I, I love. Apparently, how, then you become Russ Rollins. I don't know. It, according to Tuttle, it's like these, it, like the issues that people have with each other become so petty and childish. Like two angry children. That's my favorite part. I eat that shit up. I love that. It's like, oh, well, let's see how pet, like how small, like can you get? John wants a petty off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, like, you intentionally go out of your way to kind of. And hopefully it doesn't get to the severity of like you screwing somebody's life over, but right. like or like fucking their wife, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> yeah, right? Bubba Love Sponge. See, you go out of Tuttle your, might have an inside track on that too. You, you go out of your way just to screw somebody over a little bit and get yourself ahead, and um, I don't know. I, I always appreciate that, but um, let's let him continue here. Greetings, world. Then moving to Tampa, Tampa plays for blood. They want their pound of flesh. I mean, look at the Hogan sex tape thing. Mike Calta versus Bubba the Love Sponge. You know, in Orlando and in Daytona, it was all words. But these people actually physically tried to ruin your life, tried to have you thrown in jail type of uh, trouble. And that's when I knew I was like, oh, man, Tampa's just a whole different type city. And it was. Look at the uh, look at the uh, cheating scandal that Bubba got caught up in. Yes, maybe maybe a little bit his fault. Who knows? But he was set up. He was definitely set up. And then the sex tape. His former employee takes a sex tape, tries to sell it, gives it to Mike Calta. Mike Calta gives it to his agent. So yeah, they tried to ruin each other's lives. Check check check. So, yeah, they tried to ruin each other's lives. Chick, chick, chick. Now, see, I have a little bit of an issue with that because that's where I really don't enjoy rivalry so much. It's literally what I was just talking about when we took that last break to cut them off. It's, it, it's getting too serious, and you're going right. to send somebody to jail or, like, intentionally set them up. Right, when, when they go personal, right? Like, that's what I was thinking, too. Is like it, When it goes over the top, you know, like I think Tuttle said uh, originally with the issue with the guy Tim Tuttle and who Ron and Fez, I think, had an issue with him, and he was like, they weren't going to throw hands or whatever. But it's like, that's to me, that's when it's like, too whoa, too far, bro. You guys are going to fight over a stupid radio gag? Yeah, because like, I, I do like the rivalries. Get out like, of here. It's, it's sometimes win-win where it's like, you, you know, people want to see this so bad that you're both your names are getting out there. But then sometimes it's like you're fucking stepping on somebody. Or- um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interject in you guys' show. I know this is, you know, I mean, but so Tuttle's been a part of some of the biggest radio uh, rivalries in history. Um, Jim Phillips, Opie and Anthony, Ron and Fez, uh, the Monsters in the Morning. Do you remember the time that Drunky the Bear literally knocked him unconscious? Oh yeah, at the arena football was that. Yep, the when arena. Drunky was on the. Oh, were they do they boxing or something? Yep. So, okay. uh, well, Drunky or you know Tom, as, right. as we all know him. Right. Everybody, if you don't know Tom and Dan, Dinky I mean, the drunk friends. on the radio. Um, though, but they did an, at a, a boxing match in the middle of the football ring, and I'm not joking. There's a picture of it. Tom knocks him just pretty much dead. Yeah, but, but like, see, but after the fact, they're still friends and cordial oh, with buddies. each other. See, because like, it was a big radio there, gag. Yeah, there, there's some like intense weigh-ins for MMA and you know for UFC and boxing, and right. then at the end of it, they knock the motherfucker out and they go over and they, are you okay? Not always. Like, not, not always. No, no. Sometimes there is bad blood. That's right. Yeah. No, that's true. Well, I mean, Howard Stern's notorious for doing that, but I just thought it was a little awkward for him to say, "Well, they're not. A, they're they're not going to throw hands or anything." But this dude has literally gotten in the ring for the love of radio. Right. Oh yeah. That'll be the end of it. He yeah. sold his body out so many times for this shit. Yeah. Uh, check, but check, it's, check. It's, it's funny that um, that what Rocky said is that you know he's been in some of the biggest radio rival- rivalries forever, going back. So I imagine he's probably got another five ten minutes on the subject let's go let's go Tuts. let's uh, let him wrap up <laughs> now i had rivalries i had a lot of rivalries you know when a new guy comes in uh one of my best friends soul brother kevin Soul brother kevin was the best man at my wedding 
and I hated him. We were always competing, and he was always beating me, and no matter what I did, I could not get ahead of him. Same thing when Drunky the Bear came in. Rivalry there, but we ended up becoming great friends. You know, rivalries, even though it's in the heat of competition, sometimes can lead to some of the greatest friendships and relationships that you have ever had. But some people just can't stomach rivalries. We love watching them. We also love watching car accidents. We love uh, train accidents, whatever, train wrecks. So what I'm saying, guys, is if you can't stomach being a part of a rivalry, radio is definitely not the place for you. Want to thank uh, John and Chris again. I know this is only uh, Tuttle 5. Can we just start calling it Tuttle 5? Kind of stretch a little thing, guys. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to make it. That's all. I don't mean to end on a low note. Anyways, thanks, John, Chris. Don't fuck with me because you don't want to rival with me. I go for the jugular. I'm just saying. John, I think Chris likes me. I think John is trying to take me out. I really do. Let's start a rivalry, John. I'll I'll be heel. I will work the heel gimmick. You can be the baby face. Let's me and you go at it hardcore style. Not sexually. Just over, you know, audio. That's it. All right, I'm getting out. Thanks, guys. Uh, check me out. YouTube.com slash Tuttle and uh, Tuttle Daily Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes Podcast app. Love you guys. Thank you, as always, Tuttle. And don't call me by my name, you motherfucker. He's calling me out, and I didn't even do shit to him. What? He said your name, John. He said, let's start a, you, John. start a rivalry. Yeah, no, I know. John. I was going to say, rivalry averted on my part. Thank it, God. John can just, have that. I'm the sensitive one. I was going to say, Coleman's here, too. John, and then, well, John likes it, though. You you just came right out in the beginning of this whole damn stupid bit, and we're like, uh, you know, fucking, I like the, I love it. I love it. So guess what? You've walked yourself right into a Tuttle rivalry. I'll drop that could, motherfucker Okay. if I he has one arm behind his back. <laughs> Look, again, I don't. I hope it doesn't come to blows. Um, and if it does, I hope it's the good kind of blows. You know, hardcore, like he said at the oh, end oh, of it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> check, check. But, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you guys should definitely, you know, spend something up, and I will uh, watch from afar and promote it, as a la Don King. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm thankful that he, you know, sent us uh, that bit about rivalries, but it still it has to be called Tuttle's 10. That's the alliteration. Yeah, the alliteration. It can't be five, six, you know. If no, they, no, no. Like I said, if he was, uh, if his name was Freddy, it would be Freddy's five. And he could go 10 minutes. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, if there's... But we're going to call it what we're going to call it. Don't you rename our bits, Tuttle. If there's a number that's less than 10 that started with a T, I'd go with that route. But <laughs> I, I can't. There's Sometimes nothing. they're Tuttles to 11s, but we don't complain. <laughs> so just shut up. Um, let's take a little bit of a break. This is episode 172 of Funny to Informing. And we'll be right back with Digi Hears and Bullprint Only. Summertime and the living's easy. Rallies on the microphone with Ross MG. All the people in the dance will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LBC. Me, me and Louie, we gonna run to the party and dance to the rhythm. It gets harder. Summertime And the living's easy Rallies on the microphone with 
welcome back to Funny to Inform Me, episode 172. I am John. That's Chris Pizza Pies and Brett Coleman. Me, you, and, uh, so you know the drill. Yeah, well, what song did we go to? You didn't that even tell was, me. That was, uh, well, you'll hear it when you put it in the damn show, asshole. But, uh, <laughs> but that was a cover of Sublime's Doing Time by Lana Del Rey. It was a bit oh. of a different, uh, bit of a different vibe. I'm not Real a huge chill. fan of what that, Sublime or that cover. That cover and it's her. A pretty straightforward cover. I mean, it's just her own kind of stylized version of it or whatever. But I like the chill vibe, and uh, I don't know, man. I felt it was fitting because it's like 85 degrees and beautiful here today. So I felt very summertimey, and uh, I've been feeling like a weird musical vibe lately. I've been. Uh, I watched that Billie Eilish. Uh, documentary that just came out on apple like yesterday oh yeah and uh, yeah i watched it i was actually excited to watch it because i've been like really getting into her shit more lately and appreciating her music more and uh and you know so i've just been feeling like a weird musical vibe yeah not that i listen to lana del rey ever but like i don't know i can appreciate you know beautiful voice singing i just think with that cover she made it difficult to sing along with on purpose like she kind I, of like changed I think up that's the, just her i've heard other songs of hers and it's kind of bit like billy eilish in that it's like a different rhythm it, it's, to it. it's breathy too it, yes it, it's, it's yes like, absolutely like, I, I compare those two a little that way as well you're right yeah i don't know is, is the billy eilish documentary thing your pizza's pick this week it is not i'm, I'm guessing i, I got a know. pizza's pick though well what would it will hit, hit you want to get into it hit that intro oh we don't have one here it is <laughs> hit me with the pizza's <laughs> pick <laughs> with your pizza's pick there it is that's pick the intro away that's I'll, not copywritten, I'm sure. I'll just sing a new intro every week when okay, we do cool. these. All right. Uh, but this week, I watched, actually, I watched it a few weeks ago when it was still kind of brand new. But I've been wanting to mention it, and we just haven't really had time to shoehorn in anything in there. So I was like, I'll throw it in a pizza's pick this week because we don't have a, a, a What's Up doc. So it's on Hulu. It's another, it's it's not a documentary, but it is something that I really enjoyed, and it, it, it made me feel weird feelings, and it was amazing. It's on Hulu. It's called In and of Itself. Oh, yeah, I did see that. And oh, okay, so I see the loophole you did. So it's not a documentary, so it can't be What's Up, Doc. It could have been. Honestly, I thought about it, but it wasn't a documentary. But it's so amazing that I had to find time on our show to talk about I it. I want to talk about this. I'm glad you watched it as well. Everybody I know that's seen it wants to talk. They, have, they don't really know what to say, but they have so much to say. Like, I was a It fills amazed. you with a well of emotion. Good, bad, you know, sad, happy, everything in between. It's crazy. But if you haven't seen it yet, you know, in and of itself, it's on what? Hulu. Nep- Hulu, Hulu only. Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. Uh, but you have to really dedicate your attention to it and focus on what you're watching for however long it is, 90 minutes, whatever. Yeah, but hour and a half or yeah, so. Yeah, like I, they tell you in the beginning, they leave a little blurb, come up, turn off your phones, you know, silence any distracting sounds that would be around you, and we appreciate you for your focus. And then they get right into it, and it's just it's this. it's hard to describe. It's uh, we were just explaining to Rocky actually uh, at the break, and it's like part one man show, part magic act, part kind of comedy, part storytelling, and part I don't know audience interaction. And there's kind of some magic going on there. I don't you know. With, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but. Definitely, I would say it is worth anyone and everyone's 90 minutes of their life. Yeah. And I would also say, I I wasn't told this going in, and I read the description. I don't think it really affected it at all. But everyone I've heard since it's come out has said... Don't read the, you know, don't just go to it. Don't read the little, the little blurb it gives you about what it is. Just go to it and hit play. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I read the description and I went, I did walk into it kind of like watching it for a while going, what is, how does this relate to what it said in the, in the description? Like, what is this? What's going on? So I'll just tell you, it's a slow going at first, but it's just, it's worth the time investment. Yeah. He puts his, you know, he, he's very vulnerable. He puts a lot of his own st- personal stuff out there. So the guy that's involved that to host this, this one man show is a uh, Derek Del Guad- audio i believe it's how it's pronounced honestly even i watched the whole thing and i don't remember his name no because his name is not prominently said i think in the beginning he says i'm Derek." you know what i mean and then he goes from there um but it you take so you know and it says it's hosted by him but uh it's pretty it's interesting in that it's produced by steve stephen colbert and is his wife that's what got me interested in it it was when i saw that he was the one that was putting it together it I was like, afterwards okay. you know and when it said it in the credits and i was like oh that makes total total sense i guess uh, not that i knew stephen colbert for being like an emotional type guy but he's a very smart guy and yeah. this is a very smart thing i don't it's i don't know man i i, I, I don't I, know be if you're emotional at all be prepared there will be some crying um uh, but there's yeah. some you walk away just like like i told john at the end of it i just was staring at my tv for what felt like five minutes with my jaw open just like what did I watch? I'm not what a bitch. Feel? So I didn't cry. Yeah, it's fine. John's young. I'm. I'm I was fine. He hasn't watching reached it. the 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 crying cusp. It, <laughs> but I did like. It was really well cut together. How 
you know, because he was doing, I think it's in New York where he was doing the live stage yeah, he performances. he did like 500 plus of these in a row. He was doing them, you know, every day, I think, or I don't think it was daily. It's probably weekly. No, it was daily because part of the show is somebody has to leave the show early and come back the next day. Yeah. He, like he a needs, record keeper. That's, he, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did this like 500 plus days in a row. And then I think the pandemic really shut this down. But uh, I, I, again, I don't know. I, I can't say enough good things about it. For me, five out of five, 10 out of 10, probably... One of the best things I've watched in a really long time it, uh, is directed, ironically, by Frank Oz, who's not known for directing things like this. Frank Oz oh, was the he voice in Yoda. He's or the something? voice of Yoda, <laughs> and he directed, I think, uh, he's directed other like comedy films in the past. That so is, uh, we talk about how there's a lot of like quick cuts because he did 550 of these. Sometimes when he's talking to audience members, he'll ask the question and then it'll cut to a different audience talking to a different person asking the same question. And it's like quick cuts of him asking the same question to different people in these different audiences over over time. And that, that's attributed directly to, you know, Frank Oz and his direction is that quick cut style. Yeah. And, and, only, and only some of it. But yeah, well, it's amazing. You, yeah, because you know, it's not every show is not the same when you have to pick cards in the very beginning. Right. Of like who, def, what, that's what, right. how are you I defined? Am. Yes, it definitely goes into like how you look at yourself and how the world looks at you and the importance of yeah. What the importance you should put on on both of those it, things? It, it was really weird. pissing me off because you know he's very good at sleight of hand and he shows you that he yes, can like some of the magic stuff's amazing. He can find a card in wherever it is in the deck. He can find it and put it at the top and and so he can hustle people obviously Absolutely. you know through this and right. and, and count cards and do whatever. But he chooses to not make a bunch of fucking money and instead give himself anxiety doing a show on stage, probably making well, a fraction I'm sure of the he's amount. Made some money now. I mean, it's been picked up by Hulu and it's a giant hit right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so. just it's just rare. Sure, for, I hope it worked out for the guy and he's getting getting his money. It's rare for me to see somebody take the lesser option when they have a, such a golden opportunity right. in front of them. It's like a superpower I mean, that you no, have. He's no Pat Tillman. Let's not <laughs> come on him now, John. Let's not. <laughs> no, let's, I know. Let's send this guy off to war and call him a, the fucking yeah. veteran that sacrifices his life. But I see what you're no, saying. No. I would never. He took the high road where he could have taken the low and maybe made bank off of it. Yeah, it's really, really worth it to watch. I cannot stress surely that is. enough. It surely is. It's going to change the way you think about things, hopefully for the better. Um, but should we get into the digi here? Yeah, let's transition right into digis. Yeah, let's hit the news. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear? Did you hear? Check, check. Did you, did you? Can you hear me? Greetings, I welcome. <laughs> Two digis. Um, we got some of the news stories, um, the main ones that we could pull from the last week or, you know, uh, over the weekend. The headlines that did make the show, if you will. These are the ones that made it. Yep, they yeah. made it in. We're going to talk about them. Yeah. News that made it. <laughs> news that made the cut. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll kick it off. with. Uh, I'm going to get my heavy story out of the way early, and then I'll go to some more lighthearted stuff. Um, did you hear? Malcolm X's family claims new letter reveals NYPD and FBI conspired in Malcolm's murder. Really? Yes. There's apparently... Wow. Yeah. So uh, the full contents of the letter dated January 25th, 2011 have been posted and there's a lot more to Ray Woods' story. Ray Woods is a... Uh, he worked under the NYPD's bossy investigative unit from 64 to 71 and that the work he was made to do on their behalf was done under duress and fear inflicted by his superiors. Wood says his job was to infiltrate civil rights orgs through throughout NYC and find evidence of criminal activity so that the FBI could discredit and arrest its leaders. Wow. So, with, the, with the amount of like um, outrage surrounding his death, I'm surprised that and this... And people have said forever, you know, that there's a conspiracy, as they have with Marilyn... I almost said Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Monroe and uh, yeah. uh, Martin Luther King's deaths. But like, how did this like piece of evidence not come out until... He, was, fucking... he's, he wrote this... He typed this letter back when... When he was still healthy and able to and had planned on sitting on it until he died 
and oh. then dropping the bomb because nothing can happen now. I'm dead, right? What are you going to do to me? So on his deathbed, he released this letter that he wrote nine years ago now. Jeez. And I've got a copy of the letter here. You know, you can, I guess you can post it, but this is huge news and it's uh, it's definitely gone gone big. Again, he, he details and goes in to that he was involved with his... Uh, uh, conspired with the FBI assassination and, and played role in that. I mean, hopefully there's enough proof there that like makes that a credible letter. You know what I mean? Like, may, like, cause people can obviously disregard this and be like, he wrote this when he's old as shit. You know, pop up likes to make up stories. He likes to go crazy on some tangents about random right. bullshit. But I think so far, all of the background they've checked is that, you know, everything this guy said is checked out. He did work on, in this group. He was, you know, he was with the NYPD in that department from those years. So, so it so, does like line so far, up. Everything's lining up. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, the FBI and NYPD might need to answer for some of this. Some like old heads at the retirement home sometimes. Oh yeah. I, I fought Bruce Lee and kicked his ass no you didn't like shut the <laughs> shut up what are you talking about dude what are you doing <laughs> i fought the law and the law won <laughs> yeah. that's how it usually goes um i will go next did you hear uh three officers were injured in a possible explosion uh in kansas in wichita i don't know why they, they say don't possible. know if it was an explosion it's being investigated there was a loud boom and some fire was there not a, sure yeah was there a bla- it usually has one look to it if it's an explosion um but yeah three officers from wichita kansas they were um Check, checking out a vacant house. Well, obviously not vacant. Uh, if, if something exploded on the inside of it, yeah, but it might have squatters in there, right? I'm yeah. guessing meth house automatically. Hey, you was this both. in your neighborhood? <laughs> I know. Oh no, Kansas. My bad. <laughs> you, we're not in. Kansas. We're not in Kansas anymore. They moved to my block. <laughs> They're up the street now. Click your red bottom shoe heels together and go to Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, they were dispatched to check out this house. Um, two officers had minor injuries. One sustained a little bit more uh, serious ones uh, all three ended up going to the hospital um they're really still unsure about what uh, was happening with this uh, they sent the bomb squad over obviously um the federal uh, the agents with the federal bureau of alcohol tobacco firearms and explosions have ended up oh did going they up. add an e to that it's the atfe now no oh yeah okay oh, oh no yeah it says the atf tweeted it but then in the acronym. But I guess they called, maybe they don't say ATFE, maybe the ad, the E just falls under the yeah. F now. Maybe after, maybe after explosives, it's just in parentheses, today. <laughs> exactly, you just want to keep adding things. <laughs> well, one, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Ellipses, because we might add to this later. Yeah, one day only, we're explosives. And they've not figured out yet if it was an explosion. Yeah, well, it, I mean. It's it, so silly. It, it says, the Wichita police, this is the only thing it says that they said. It is still an active situation. <laughs> yep. So. Thanks, thanks for the information. I just, I'm not going to go to Wichita. That's that. That's the only there's the only solution or way around that. Um, I back think to you. we can stay away from Kansas. That's probably pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Did you hear a North Northern California plastic surgeon had to fight a traffic ticket? And nowadays, I guess when you fight traffic tickets, you do them over Zoom. Sometimes there's like Zoom courtrooms where you, so you don't have to go in. Well, this surgeon was on call and doing his job and was in the middle of surgery on the Zoom call with his lawyer and the judge. He uh, t- decided like, to fight his traffic ticket while performing non-essential surgery on someone. What an asshole. That's because he did that intentionally probably to prove how inconvenient exactly. it, it is on yeah, him. Yeah, he's flexing his, his big doctor dick muscle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you asshole, like you can really reschedule or talk to them about that. It's pr- usually a pretty flexible situation when you're... A plastic surgeon wanted to fight his traffic ticket this week and was ready to make his case to the judge in the operating room where he was performing surgery. It's a crazy video. Dr. Scott Green appeared virtually before Sacramento Court Commissioner Gary Link. The doc was decked out in surgical scrubs, and you see the patient on the operating table mid-surgery. The officers and the lawyers were all present on the Zoom as the doctor raised his right hand and swore to tell the truth. Truth be told, he acknowledged he was in the middle of the operation, but he was quick to add there was another surgeon, apparently, who was working on the patient. So I guess he's just, which tells me he is flexing. He's just like, I'm going to come into your surgery and stand there and act like I'm, you know, act like yeah. I'm part of this so that I'm too inconvenienced to handle this right but now. But also, I would say that, too, if I'm trying to save my own ass. So Judge Link apparently was freaked out and said he wasn't comfortable holding the trial, worrying about the well-being of the person on the operating table. Smart fucking judge. I just th- Which it should have hurt this guy's case, to be honest, but they've apparently continued it to next month, uh, in which he'll probably come live from the dentist chair. You are this... I'm going to look now. Go ahead. I wasn't speeding. You're this high-paying fucking surgeon, make all this money, have this, a, a bunch of education, and you want to do something so stupid, like film yourself right? in a court, it, like, a, like a virtual courtroom environment. Yeah, yeah. 
catch to like to almost catch more charges because you're so fucking that dumb. Could, again, it could have hurt his case. I hope when Man. he comes back, they do say like, I appreciate you not disregarding everyone's time and safety by being free for this right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, know the guy literally lifted a page out of a Scrubs fucking show and uh, decided to zoom in on it. It's it's a book smarts versus street smarts thing, and this guy has Turk all, would you, have never done that. That's you, such a Todd move. You can <laughs> you can have all your book smarts you want, but my God, where are your where's your sense of like where's your surgeon smarts, sir? <laughs> Come on, I'm teach you that in medical school. Back to you in the studio, John. Uh, did you hear a teenage letter um, is partially paralyzed um, in an accident that took place on this same hill where just the day before somebody else died? Uh, Sledding? Yeah. Sledding um, deaths? Yep. And paralyzations? Uh, Natalie Wilson, 17 years old, crashed one day oh. after, uh, I can't say this name, <laughs> Yerlin Zercher. Mm-hmm. Yerlin Zercher? Yerlin Zercher. I don't even see I it. don't know. Um, but he's four, he was 14 years old. Ugh. And he, a 14-year-old died, and then a 17-year-old gets paralyzed. Two day, like a day apart. Oh, where's this at? Back to back. Um, in Hick. Fuck. Oh, no. Hinkley Reservation in Ohio. Oh, Hinkley, maybe? Hinkley. Hinkley, I'm guessing. Hinkley. I can't read words. I can't say them. <laughs> I can't say them. That's fine. You can't read them. I can't I, say uh, them. W- without seeing it, I can't say it. But hey, hey, we could be wrong. If we are, message us. <laughs> I know. First one wins. You'll get stupid a, prize. You'll get a prize. A, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. <laughs> I have a there you coupon go. for that. On us. Um, yeah. Uh, two teenagers, both one fatal and one not. Um, wow. It's sledding can be dangerous when you. I I guess nobody thinks about it. It think it seems like a kid thing. Blah blah blah. But I know I will say this. My mom, when I was like probably eight years old or something, five, six, seven years old, uh, went sledding. We lived in St. Louis at the time, so we would actually have winters. And she went sledding with some friends in the neighborhood. We all went. We all everybody took their kids, and we all went sledding. And my mom loves to do, you know, at, you know, participate in that shit as much as anyone. And she goes bombs the fucking hill, and she actually she didn't even catch air. She went over a tree stump that she couldn't see. Obviously, it was covered by snow. Yeah, and she was sitting on one of those discs. She went over a tree stump. The tree stump went right. Under her ass, it cracked her tailbone, bro. She broke her tailbone sledding. That is on a tree stump. Insane, like the similarities to that and this story. Because um, supposedly her friend was ejected from the sled or whatever, um, but she hit. That a was tr- a two man bobsled. She, she hit a tree that, like, or like, um, like a stump. You know, that's right. just kind so of so she sonny, sonny bonoed that shit. Yeah, and it's very easy to. Uh, she broke, you know, her spine um, wow. in, in a bunch of different places, and it says. Uh, um, her medical expenses, they started a GoFundMe page, and so far, it's raised up to $16,000, um, and uh, it's very easy when you look at snow, you always think that you're going to have a soft landing. It's, oh, it's fluffy, light snow. If I fall, I'm just going to go into a cloud of, a, like, a mattress right. of, of snowflakes. Because it looks so inviting and soft. No, that shit hurts. No, and- I know. Well, it's just a thin coating on hard ground with things under it. Stumps yeah. and fucking broken bottles and needles depending on where you're at yeah they say the don't hill, sled at lake eola this uh, sp- specific hill can sometimes get icy causing sleds to go way faster than Holy usual shit dude which i'm assuming is what happened I mean, we're, ma- we're joking about the whole thing but that's tragic man died sledding man that's it's rough she died doing what she loved uh yeah and then the other one is is paralyzed i think from the waist down and it says she broke six of her ribs wow wow that's Jeez, that's terrible. That's crazy. I mean, at least she was lucky enough to make it out of there alive, but uh, RIP to the 14-year-old the day before. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, back to you. On the subject of the wintry weather, uh, we all know uh, you know, what happened in Texas. We talked about it, I think, on our last show. Obviously, uh, it's a huge oh, news thing with the, the, the winter freeze. It came over the whole country, really, aside yeah. from us here in Florida. And uh, so we all know what, you know, Ted Cruz was catching tons of flack for the whole thing. Uh, No need to even talk about all that. But one of my favorite things was, uh, did you hear? Senator Ted Cruz, welcome back to Texas Senior. Apparently, when he came back home a couple days after he arrived and was jeered by everyone, a local resident uh, hired a mariachi band (laughs) to stand in front of his house and sing songs. (laughs) So uh, let's see if Senator Ted Cruz swung by his crib at any point Sunday last Sunday he would have seen the brigade of standing musicians and sombreros reminding him what he was missing in Mexico somebody hired a mariachi band to swing by Ted's Houston home yesterday where the fellows were cranking out Mexican tunes from the sidewalk quite loudly with a crowd of neighbors and spectators forming around them enjoying (laughs) the vibes. 
So, uh, yeah, as uh, as TMZ reported, Cruz did a quick U-turn uh, after touching down to Mexico last week and at first tried blaming the whole thing on the will of his daughters and his desire to be a good dad. He eventually just copped to it, calling the whole thing a mistake in hindsight. And I like that somebody actually trolled him in real life. Unfortunately, they think he wasn't at home in Texas. He was in uh, Washington, probably actually pretending to do work. It's the thought that counts, though. I love it. You know? I love That's it. Perfect. Well, they made news and somebody showed up and there's video of it and everything. That's so funny. I, I loved uh, the Ted Cruz uh, rendition that they did on Saturday Night Live. Oh my god! Braids I love in his hair. Eighty Bryant too was fucking hilarious. <laughs> the chubby girl. I loved it, man. She was an awesome Ted Cruz with a stupid patch beard and his braided up hair, like Michael Scott coming back from Jamaica. It was fucking. Yeah. Oh, it was mm, chef's kiss with like the loudest shirt you could possibly have on. Uh, nah, back Ted, to you in the studio, Johnny Hanny. Ted Cruz is a mess. Um, did you hear uh, Takeshi Six Nine? He always finds a way to get back into the news one way or another. Uh, he is getting sued uh, by a stripper who says that I don't know if he slammed the bottle over her head or he I think threw he, it. I think it's it was thrown by somebody. So that's how they're going to try to wiggle out of it. Probably. Yeah. So it's uh, it's yeah, it's this champagne bottle that he like went upside the, the head <laughs> to this girl, Alexis, the stripper. I'm just going to say Alexis the stripper. Um, okay. There's a photo. and it Alexis is, to the main operating room. <laughs> the, the picture is gnarly as fuck. She's. I wonder you know, if she was the one being operated on during oh, that Zoom call. Yeah. Just kidding. This was in Miami. A little emergency Plus, situation. I do know this. Takeshi was uh, causing quite the controversy down in Miami. I guess uh, he ran into Meek Mill, your homie from Philly. Yeah. And I guess they have beef. I can't keep up with these things, especially fucking when one of them is Takeshi69, who I don't give a shit about. Um, but uh, I guess they ran into each other like outside of, I think, this very strip club this very same night and almost got in a fight. Uh, okay. And there was like video because, and shit of it. Yeah, Takeshi's not even denying throwing the bottle but he's saying he's he's claiming he threw it because someone called him a rat which you are buddy like absolutely nobody's lying there it's not i I saw a post from him recently online and one of his hashtags was rats get the cheese so he's like fully embracing it until someone says it that he doesn't like, and then he's going to use that as as ammo to come after you. Yeah, this what, uh, a, what, what a bitch. This TMZ, please don't kill me, Takeshi. This TMZ article goes on. It says problem is the bottle missed his intended target, and Alexis probably Ale- Meek Mill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alexis alleges she ended up taking it to the dome. What a way to phrase that. Took it to the dome. Yeah, it's not. Meanwhile, she was giving dome. Yeah, your TMZ, not World Star. (laughs) (laughs) To the dome. No, they try to talk cool sometimes. They be talking all cool and everything. Yeah, all modern. Um, okay, yeah, that was my last uh, digi here before bold prints. Yeah, we'll get into bold print only. I don't have uh, any, no, I got no breaking news updates today. My phone apparently is in airplane mode. But um, I did, do have this. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, you brought up the handicap stall with your Wawa trip earlier. Ugh. Speaking of handicap stalls, what's it called when the drummer from Def Leppard touches himself? <laughs> oh. Paradiddles. <laughs> Related story, oh, what's it called when that armless violin playing chick from YouTube masturbates? Parafiddles. See also, two people violinists. Pair of fiddles. That's all I got. Got it. <laughs> I like Back it. to you in the studio, John Hannon. Yeah, um, let's get to some of these headlines that we could just go through quickly that don't need much detail to them. Um, there was an earthquake felt in downtown Anchorage, Alaska uh, over the weekend. It was of a magnitude of 5.3. and th- It the- rolled over from Japan. Uh, when they're just one in Japan, like fucking two weeks ago, oh yeah, a big we one. Did, we did report about that a, just a little a while Japanese ago. Japanese aftershock. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's uh, it was centered less than ten miles uh from downtown Anchorage, and somebody said that was quite a shaker. The Alaska Department what, of Transportation that was quite Public a shaker. Are they fucking British now? <laughs> no. So far away from Britain. I love the way it's they quite talk. A shaker, isn't it? <laughs> in it. I wish I could talk like that. It's exhausting. Wait, and wait, in Alaska, it's uh, quite a shaker. Inuit. Inuit. Sorry. Go. If you get that joke. Okay, my next one. Uh, at least 18 people are killed so far in, man, Myanmar. Myanmar. That country in Asia. Yeah, Burma. Yeah, uh, it, it's considered its bloodiest day uh, after the, these protests against the coup. Um, and there's like a video that that's with it. I'll put that on the group page if anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just getting kind of crazy. And I didn't even know that there was still like intense protesting going on like that. I didn't know. What are they? I wonder what they're fighting over there. Myanmar. It just says against coup in the the headline. So I don't know what the coups are referencing. Who's coup? Who's coup? Is it like Kuzco from the Emperor's New Groove? Or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but man. So there's, I guess, a coup going over there. They got their own own personal capital invasion happening. Yeah, and from what I'm looking at with the picture, it's a lot of people involved. And for, you know, 
almost 20 people to be dying. It's clearly a little too violent and out of hand. Uh, my last headline I have is uh, for, former Notre Dame star and NFL player Louis Nix um, the third dies, uh, 29 years old he, he was, and I guess... He, Damn, Vincent Jackson last week, and now this guy. I don't yeah. know this guy, though. Especially when, yeah, and they're getting younger and younger. So yeah. now we're in our 20s where people are, are passing away. But um, it, from what I remember in December, remember December? He he had gotten shot in December, and then I guess his mom was saying that he was very weary about going outside, and he was very cautious of his surroundings and stuff huh. like that. Um, and then they found his car in like a lake. Or it, so they it, don't know if foul play is involved. No, and they that's much when, like that explosion. It's under investigation. Yeah, who knows if it really happened? Um, but yeah, so that was my last headline. Uh, I got a, I got a handful of them here. Some some interesting, some funny. Uh, starting with the unfunny and breaking here. I just got recently in the last few hours. A Georgia teacher tells her students Brianna Taylor caused her own death. Mm. Yeah, and there's more ignorant. on that, but I again, I didn't read into it, just the headlines don't what we're e- trying to throw you here. Don't even need to. He's ignorant. Uh, Vanessa Bryant's been in the news uh, here this past week, because I guess people have been kind of shitting on Kobe's name, and she's been out uh, defending them. I guess uh, also kind of topical, Re- Evan Rachel Wood, who you know we talked about with the whole uh, Marilyn Manson dust up. Yeah. Um, she, I guess, after after his death, there was and there was a sentiment of this. I did see this online. Some a lot of people saying, "Quit crying for his death. He he's a rapist. It's one yeah. ra- one less rapist in the world." Yeah. Well, Evan Rachel Wood said something to that uh, effect, and it upset Vanessa Bryant. She came out and slammed her. Um, and then also uh, Meek Mill. Who's a topical? And then I just mentioned him after uh, before fighting with Takeshi sixty nine in a parking lot. I guess he dropped uh, like uh, a rap, and there's a line in it in which he says something death like Kobe or something. Aww. It's not as bad as the Evan Rachel Wood thing, I don't think. I, but I, still, Vanessa was I, not I, happy I, I with that. I thought the story was going to be Meek Mills dodges dodges a champagne dodges bottle. champagne bottle. <laughs> like okay, hits Vanessa Bryant in the head. We got the other side uh, of that. And I, I wanted to follow up with this. Uh, Lady Gaga's dogs have been returned. Did you did you hear this? I know no. it's, it's not Digi's, but did you hear? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so they were tied to a pole in an alley because this has got to be what it is. The people who did it were like, holy shit, way too much fucking heat on us. The whole world is after us. There's a half a million dollar reward. So the person who found these these dogs tied to a pole in Los Angeles in an alleyway is going to get a half a million dollars now just for walking up on two dogs tied to a pole and realizing, wow. holy shit, these are Lady Gaga's dogs. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Lucky, I mean, that's a that's a lottery situation. If they if the if the people who stole the dog were trying to get the reward, I guess the only thing you could really do is pass it off to like a friend of yours to claim that yeah, they, exactly. you found them. What if or, you tied them up and then you just walk away for 10 minutes and come back and go, hey, there were some dogs on this pole. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, they should investigate that guy, just like that explosion. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Gorilla Glue woman, Tessica Brown, as we've talked about, everybody's talked about this woman. Um, good for her. You know, she got that glue out of her hair. Now she got breast lumps. Oh, so I guess, no. Yeah. So um, she went to get a, she was getting a boob job, I guess, with all this money that she's made from her GoFundMe, which made like $100,000 or some shit plus. So now she wants to get a boob job, but she went to the doctor to get the boob job. When they did the exam prior to that, they found lumps in both of her breasts. So they're, I guess they got them taken out and they're going to get them checked oh, out so and she, find out if they're cancerous. So she's not. not even going to get the surgery maybe. Cause that's so, that's but she so, said she's thankful because she found it early. You know yeah. what I mean? If she didn't do all that, if this, she said if it didn't happen the way it did with her hair and everything, Everything she might not have never that's, found. That's this. fucking lame, though. That she's using the money to for cosmetic purposes um, to look a little better. Oh, I know that is kind of sad. Lame. She, all that money she made, she couldn't even pay the twelve point five thousand, twelve thousand five hundred dollars it cost for the surgery that she had. Anyway, mm, mm. Um, and uh, better than Ted Cruz news, Travis Scott helped feed uh, fifty thousand Houston residents during their winter power outages and shit. That's way better than Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ted Cruz is like fucking Donald Trump out there throwing paper towels to crowds and shit. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure uh, all these were Happy Meals. From uh, or Travis Scott meals from McDonald's, so was yeah, that really he, a payoff. He has that like that specific combo that he like the way that he likes it with a sprite on the side. Yeah, or whatever right. The that, fuck. Com- yeah. that Travis Scott combo. That he handed out fifty thousand of those. That's cool. Uh, Twenty five thousand of those people got uh, dysentery and died. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, would no, you that's like to funny. see a Friday reboot or a Friday another Friday sequel? I, I would. think they've done them to death. But I, apparently, there's a call for them. Well, Ice Cube is coming out and uh, slamming Warner Brothers for holding back the Friday franchise, saying he's been wanting to do more for years and they're not letting him they've been doing a lot of that stuff with uh, comebacks and stuff iCarly was like an old Nickelodeon yeah, show or I'm like good. a show from a few either that's coming back now yeah they no do that all the time good for me um, uh, did you hear I know you probably heard this story and anytime there's UFOs in the news I got to touch on it 
there was a plane flying over, I think, New Mexico or Arizona last week, and a uh, what they what he described as a cruise missile flew overhead. There was radio transmission of it. I heard the radio from the pilot. That was Cruz going to Cancun. It was Cruz on his way down. No, it but was, he, he, he described it as what needed it, what he could only figure would be like a cruise missile type thing. Well, now uh, the FBI quote they are aware of the American Airlines possible UFO sighting. Stop short of confirming investigation. Just like that explosion. Wow. But yeah, so all, so the, they, all they did was it? acknowledge that they know what it is, but they have not said whether they're investigating or not. And I guess when this pilot radioed in to the tower to ask about this, and or they started asking local authorities, the local authorities said, you need to talk to the FBI. Yeah. Now the FBI says, we're aware of it, and that's then no more. It's to preserve so, the investigation. It's, yeah. Well, I hope they find out if it was really an explosion in Kansas. Mm-hmm. El Chapo's wife arrested for drug trafficking, held without bail. Oh. So she's following in the family footsteps. Sounds about right. Uh, and a sad note, but uh, COVID deaths surpassed half a million. Uh, or uh, Yeah, half a million, which is, it sounds like a lot, but it also doesn't sound like a lot. But when you put it like this, it sounds like a lot. That's more than the three major wars in the last couple hundred years. Yeah, well, it, and it's been known that the number was going to get over a well, ha- uh, half a million. Absolutely. We knew that. But it's just when you, I don't know, it, it made me think when it was like more than World War One, Two, and Vietnam all combined. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. When you that's put it in perspective crazy. like that, yeah, it's Jeez Louise. Um, all right, well, that just about wraps it up for us. Um, this has been 172 of Funny to Informing. How I, about you? <laughs> oh, you took it from me this time. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. I was, <laughs> was going to do it when I started writing. Jinx, you only a one-liner. <laughs> um, we hope that you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Pies at Coleman and Coleman. Tip your radio rivals. So tell me how you feel Now when I see the world when I look in your eyes Your kisses are there a cell that keep me energized I'm tired of going back and forth, baby, I'm hypnotized You got a nigga, I'm in love on the low, though I'm looking at you and I swear it's been a long road A greater ass or better mind, what a combo You know you pretty and you winning with the combo She kinda tips it, we been drinking, she a lightweight She love the way of putting pennies in the right way But anyway, let's get back to how I've been feeling I just love the times when I'm beside you Holding me down cause you're my rider I look in your eyes and I get higher Cause nothing this world I hold tighter Without you I feel uneven Make every day I love season Baby girl, you know you're my rider That should be enough reason Call you baby, that's only your title Cause I don't need no more rivals Put that on the Bible You're the only thing that I want Give me that that fit Make every day I love this Dirty lover, you're my rider That should be enough reason I call you baby, that's only your title Cause I don't need no more rivals I put that on the Bible I'm a lawyer to my time gone I've been hearing, trust me, I've seen it all before, though I told my ex for me, relationships and honor And here I am thinking we perfect like a photo You looking at me like right now you need some mama I know you're ready and willing, but that ain't my place I know you wanna settle down, yeah Feeling starting to get too familiar Let's cover up this broken love treason Make every day our love season Do they love or you are my rider